Content Academy is made possible by Eldorado Financial Holdings. Hidden deep within a South American jungle, Eldorado serves all of your financial needs. Use the Eldorado Gold Card, made out of real Aztec gold, wow, and earn cash back on purchases of uh, idols of Shiwatequatl, the fire god. Ceremonial serpent carvings and obsidian mirrors. You can check. You can check your credit score for free by praying to Ahuiratedo, <laughs> the which is the Aztec god of excess and pleasure, uh-huh. and performing a tribal deity sacrifice ritual while using a flint knife. Okay, that sounds like one of those things where. They say that it's free to check your credit score, oh, but it's actually yeah. not really free. Well, you only get like but three per year. Yeah, you know, yeah. The convenient thing about it is you can do it anywhere. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, it says tribal deity sacrifice ritual. Oh, wait. Okay. No, it says here you can you can check your credit score for free by gathering herbs and berries and placing them on a stone tablet atop the Great Pyramid. Along with the appropriate paperwork. Oh, okay. So anywhere there's a Great Pyramid. Yeah, well, it's the Great Pyramid. Oh, just pyramid. the one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, so, yeah, it looks like the Tribal Deity Ritual is actually just if you want to freeze your account. Now, do you get um, do you get frequent flyer miles with Quetzalcoatl? <laughs> I think so. Yeah, I think that that's in there. Probably. Yeah. Uh, so that's... Eldorado Financial Holdings, hidden deep within a South American jungle. Great. Uh, well, it's Tuesday again. That means it's time to get the content crew back together for another 45 of edutainment. On the couch today, we have Josh and I. Hello. And calling in, we have Georgia. What's up? So, guys, what's going on? Uh, I'm doing great. Uh, I am on vacation for my day, do- day job for the next week. So, cool. I am on island time. Nice. <laughs> Sweet. What about you, Georgia? Um, I am still just working from home, batting down the hatches. Cool. Might as well just live in a submarine until everything's over. That would be cool. Dude. Wouldn't that be cool? I think that's yeah. ultimate quarantine lockdowns. That would be cool. Yeah, well, the people that are in submarines right now probably don't even, they're none the wiser right now. Don't even they're know. like, this yeah. is just a normal And a normal it protects day you from me. 5G. That's, I guess you're right, yeah. Well, we've got a few headlines to talk about. What do you think? I think I think that's good. Okay. I'm in favor of headlines. Cool. What if it's tech news? Mostly. Uh, Does that sway you one way or the other? We'll see. Okay. <laughs> Wells Fargo is telling its employees to remove the app TikTok from their company mobile devices. This is bad news for the TikTok Wells Fargo challenge. <laughs> <laughs> Ask no more of that. Well, any TikTok challenges. I mean, challenges in the name. <laughs> Wells Fargo. Uh, the Verge reports that the streaming service Quibi lost 90% of early users after their free trial expired. It's probably because Quibi is a streaming service more expensive than Disney Plus that doesn't include Star Wars. Hmm. Doesn't sound like a very good deal, does it? I think it makes sense to me that, you know, Quibi's shows 
are only last about five minutes. They, yeah, they're that, pretty short. So mm-hmm. it would stand to reason that the subscribers only stick around for about five minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. Makes sense. But I beat you to it. It, it follows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tinder has a new video calling feature. Wow, awesome. Called 62% Guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the video calling oh. is called. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of weird that they would call it that. Mm. Huh, interesting. Okay. Uh, a sealed copy of Super Mario Brothers broke the record for most expensive video game ever sold. Does anybody want to guess the punchline for this one? Um, a sealed copy of Super Mario Brothers yeah. <laughs> sold for like the most expensive games ever sold. Yeah. So I think the punchline is my copy was also sealed in that it was stolen by the singer Seal. That's not, I mean, that's a good punchline. Kind of a stretch. That's a good punchline. Any guesses, Georgia? I'll give you a hint. It's a callback. Oh, it's a callback? Yeah. No, I got nothing. Okay. The game sold for 100 giant gold coins. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, CNBC reports that when Elon Musk was in high school, he wanted to be a physicist. And when he was five, he wanted to be a firefighter. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, when everybody's five, they want to be a firefighter. Yeah. So it's not really newsworthy. Oh, so that was actually still part of the headline? Yeah. That was part of the actual story is that he actually wanted to be a... You know, when he was five, he wanted to be maybe a veterinarian, too. <laughs> yeah. Or a marine biologist. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to say also, it wasn't. it's not really a callback when you just reuse the same punchline. Yeah, I, you know, you might be... Yeah, I think you're right. A for effort, though. Well, you know. I mean, you don't see me there. over here coming up with headlines... Yeah. I was thinking uh, next week, if one of you wants to, you guys can do the headlines oh. if you want. Oh. I could do that. You want to do that? That'd be fun. A report. <laughs> well, we'll leave the reports to you. Ooh, musical chairs segment. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave the reports to you. Josh, you can do headlines well, next week. We're still waiting on Alex's mermaid report. I, You know what? Yeah, I completely forgot about that. Man, I, I'm so sorry. I totally forgot all, all about that. You know... If I forgot about it, it must not have been that interesting or important anyway. Alex, one time you used a very interesting <laughs> phrase for forgetting something. Oh, you totally, really? You totally, you said, I totally what? Something that. I totally something that. Oh, you forgot it? Gapped it. Yeah. Gapped it. I just That's actually a Jim Carrey quote, I think. Is it really? Yeah. I think it's from Liar Liar. Or oh. Either that or Yes Man. Yeah. So I heard it and I just picked it up. I'm yeah. like, man, that's a... Good phrase. Yeah, that. Okay, I'll do the... So you'll do the news next week, and since I won't have a segment next week, I'll do a mermaid. The okay. mermaid thing. Okay. okay. Sounds good. Sure. All right. Let's talk about segments. Lost 
cities, mm-hmm. specifically lost cities of legend. Mm-hmm. So last week we did Atlantis, which is kind of the mother of all lost cities. Yeah. Um, today we're going to talk about the father of all lost cities, El Dorado. Okay. So that's the so, father. Well, I don't know. I'll just kind or of it's another it. one. Okay. So El Dorado uh, comes from the name of the king or kings of the Muisca people who mm. populated what is now Colombia from 600 to 1600 BCE. Hmm. Um, so like kind of the Andes region also, just South America kind of action near Bogota. Mm-hmm. Um, so El Dorado means uh, the golden one. Hmm. And it comes from the coronation ritual held at Lake Guadavida, uh, which is near present-day Bogota, uh, where the king-to-be would cover himself in gold dust and dive into the lake along with um, like bespoke gold sculptures hmm. and stuff made it like just for the ritual. Yeah. Um, and then he would come out and he'd be the king. And this was after a okay. period of like isolation in a cave where he couldn't eat like food with salt. I don't know. Wow. He did but a he did a paleo cleanse. You have to do all he that just to be a king. He did a paleo cleanse for a week, salt free hmm. cleanse, and then dived into a lake. Man, kings and gold. Dust. Name a more iconic duo. Honestly. <laughs> right. Honestly. So and this coronation um, ritual. It is documented, so like this was definitely a real a real thing. Okay. Um, it's been depicted by a gold sculpture found in 1969 near Bogota um, that kind of goes in detail. It, it shows like a, a king on a raft, and the whole thing's in gold, and hmm. it has like little sculptures of people carrying objects and stuff like that. So that's where the name El Dorado comes from. Actually, comes from the name of the king. Okay. The king to be. Um, the Muisca people valued gold, not for, like, its sign of wealth. They're not as a currency, but more for oh, its spiritual really? and incorruptible associations and its workability in the hands of craftsmen. And it wasn't huh. limited to just nobility. So everybody across the social strata had gold objects. Okay. So around the time of exploration into the new world it didn't take long for spanish conquistadors to notice all this gold and the natives apparent ignorance of its value because they're seeing it everywhere you know Mm. and treated as if it's not currency yeah that speculated the spanish to believe that there was a lot more where that came from right like Mm, if they're treating it with such you know yeah disregard almost like it's this everyday thing yeah it makes sense tons of it yeah. Right. So then, um, the 16th century is full of countless expedition expeditions. I like tried to figure out some to mention, but there were like literally so many that I couldn't. <laughs> Everybody like, was it doing take it pretty me much. A whole episode to list all of the expeditions really? from the Spanish as well as German conquistadors. Literally huh. called literally called German conquistadors. I don't know why German were calling themselves conquistadors. I'm hmm. sure it was a German <laughs> yeah, word for it. Yeah. But we're just going to go with it. The German uh, word for it is probably like 18 letters long. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. Probably. Probably. Yeah. Uh, with all of the conquistadoring, the Muisca <laughs> people fell in 1537, uh, along with a lot of other native uh, mm. populations and tribes, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, in summary, the tale of a legendary king 
fueled speculation of the existence of a city overflowing with gold and in the century spanning game of telephone that is history yeah hey <laughs> that's cool i like that became one and the last city or the lost city of el dorado kind of came into huh. legend huh. and it became associated with the city rather than a king um, huh, but okay. there are several aspects of this that are real. Like I mentioned, the actual coronation ceremony held by the Moisca people that mm-hmm. was real and documented. Um, Lake Guadavita is a real place, and it has been... People have tried to drain it many, many times over the centuries. Why? And they've... Because if so many generations of kings have been, like, diving into this lake and oh. taking these, like, valuable gold objects into the lake as like uh, sacrifice to the gods, then reason reason would follow that there's a ton of gold at the bottom of the lake, right? Yeah. So people have been trying, trying to drain it for a long time. And huh. it always, something always goes wrong. <laughs> like oh. it's, a, it's a muddy lake. Uh, the you couldn't like scuba down there? Is it the kind of thing where like, know. they're about to do, they're about to drain it, but then like all the workers get sick mm. and like all their machines break? Yeah. I'm I mean, thinking it's more of just like there's a lot of mud. Okay. It's just kind of so, tedious. Not a curse, just very sucky <laughs> conditions. <laughs> it, you could think thing. of that as a curse. I do mud consider curse. mud a curse. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know. I'm picturing at the bottom there's a giant they scuba down there and there's just a giant drain plug. <laughs> and one, the scuba's guys are like, Oh, okay. And then they pull Yuck. it. And it it goes like a toilet bowl kind yep. of. Yeah. <laughs> well, so like in some people tried to drain it uh, by like basically cutting a hole in the side of the lake because one side of it is like from a crater so it's kind of like a dam so they split it and started draining it and then it filled up with mud and stopped draining congratulations and then Hmm. people have tried to dig under it guess what mud (laughs) (laughs) so some gold has been recovered from the lake, which is kind of interesting. So, like, there's, oh, there's so there's, there must be more down there. Yeah, I'm thinking there's such this. There was such a big effort to find this place that there was very little uh, proof around that it existed. Mm-hmm. There was you like you said, everybody was a conquistador back then. That's just what was cool. Even the Germans. So yeah, everybody was doing that. Yet now we have proof that there's gold at the bottom of this lake, but nobody really feels like it because they don't want to get muddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's fair. You'd have to market it as like a mud spa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there really, be some gold in there. All treasure hunting is really just a question of how to market it correctly. That's a. Wow. That's that, one of the like smartest things Josh has ever said, I think. I don't really I don't follow that. What? Don't, you know, don't think about it too I don't hard. follow just, that because it's just one of those if you're a treasure hunter... And you don't have to examine it, it or... Okay. Uh, if you're a treasure hunter, who do you have to market it to? Don't you just want... You you don't want other people to find out about it, right? Because you want to find find it for yourself. Well, again, that just depends how you market it. <laughs> so you want to market it poorly. You want to market the bad stuff to other people and the good mm, stuff. So okay, I like that. Stuff. Yeah, I like that. Okay. You're like, here's all this super valuable mud. Why don't you guys take mm, all this mud? Yeah, take it all. Which is actually cool and good. Yeah. <laughs>
Okay, I'm starting to come around to this, Georgia. Yeah. I'll take this junky ass gold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys don't want that. Yeah. Huh. Okay. What else? That's it. Oh, that's it? Hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's... honestly, like, like I said, I either could have made this at, you know, five list, minute, list of yeah. conquistadors. Or literally a two-hour list of conquistador expeditions. Well, the so thing that's so, yeah, the thing that's so interesting is there's really nothing there, right? People just, for some reason or it another, thought. Yeah, well, yeah, it's interesting. People just thought that it existed for some reason. Is that just what they wanted to hear? And then they just... They wanted to believe that it existed. Yeah. And eventually, like, like I said, like... It fueled speculation that there was a city that had all this gold in it, and eventually that city got slapped with the name El Dorado. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, there's probably some language barrier stuff yeah. going on, too. Oh, you know? yeah. So, like I said, telephone game. Yeah. It just kind of became and a thing. I feel a lot of people couldn't read or write back then as well, right? I mean, that would probably be fair. That would lead to more of that. Yeah. And conquistadors were just so thirsty for gold. Well, yeah, they wanted yeah. wealth. Uh, that point you made about how those South American civilizations viewed gold as a decoration, you would say, right? Rather well, they, than they a currency. They valued it like for you know, it's it's spiritual aspect and like it's aesthetic value. So you, you said know, every everybody on the social cast had gold in one form or it's another like, right it's like uh we scout people viewed gold the way millennials view like gold, like millennium pink okay oh Everybody okay has it. okay i see it's the thing it's the aesthetic huh so it was that disconnect that led conquistadors to think well if everybody has it it must be an abundant resource over here exactly so what other indications were there or was that all they went on that i mean that's kind of it yeah yeah i mean like josh said quote conquistadors were so thirsty for gold yeah yeah it's kind of their whole thing Mm -hmm. well take this well that and the genocide yeah yeah take this with a grain of salt however i seem to remember reading that uh, when I conquist, you said that a lot of uh, societies were wiped out because of this search, correct? Yeah, um, due to like not necessarily. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of killing, but also just diseases. And stuff oh, I see. Spread around. So. so I'm thinking. So a conquistador is traveling through these places where they think El Dorado might be, and they find mm-hmm. a civilization, and they're asking in some form or another. Where is this city of gold? And these societies see these uh, technologically advanced travelers, and they're saying, oh, yeah, it's over there. (laughs) Right? So they're always thinking, okay, so we'll keep searching. It must be nearby. Uh But that's what everybody's saying. Yeah. Does that make sense? Everyone's like, oh, no, you just missed it. It's actually back there. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's fair. I mean... People have always been people through the ages. That's I think true. if I was a Moisco person and some conquistador walked up to me and was like, where's the city of gold? Mm-hmm. I'd be like, yeah, just keep going north. Yeah, <laughs> or you could even say it's by How the... How did you miss it? Yeah, 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 yeah. You could even say that it's by my rival tribe. 
right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's no, of course, there's no communication there because right. they don't speak English, I guess, whatever, German, whatever, yeah. they, sp- well, I mean, whatever they spoke back then. <laughs> well, I mean, the German were probably speaking German. Yeah, that makes sense. Probably Obviously. Probably. Obviously. Spanish. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So but. it all originated from this ritual that we know happened? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So there's, mm-hmm. A neg- there's a gold nugget of truth in there, but... So this ritual was kind of like a king would cover themselves in glue and then uh, you know, pour gold flakes onto it, it, right? But there's okay. gold dust involved. They'd be completely covered in gold dust, bail out on a gold-covered raft full of gold stuff, in and the middle then, of like, Lake Guadavita. Kind of take a bath and then wash it out. Yeah. And then emerge as king. <laughs> Don't breathe this in. Gold dust. Yeah. Yeah. That's an interesting ritual. Makes me wonder, like, what kind of rituals or practices that we have today might get corrupted later mm. on into some ancient legend. <laughs> That's a good point. And I want to say that there are significantly less now. But of well, course, it doesn't you have never to be know. like a. a official like ritual uh, to just be like something that a lot kind of, of like do. kind of like uh putting a towel down outside of the shower yeah and then stepping on it rather than just drying off while you're in the shower yeah people in the future could be like oh they must have just had towels every day. how many towels are you using <laughs> yeah 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 they must have had towels everywhere <laughs> they must, there must have been entire cities of towels <laughs> yeah. towel kind dorado of the, yeah that's kind of the equivalent. That's exactly what they'll call it. Yep, Towel Dorado. Yes. That's so funny. All right. Oh, uh, that's what I had. Anything else to add? Nope. Josh. You guys did. That was great. That answered all my questions about El Dorado. I did not yeah, know it was a king. Much, pretty much closed the book on that one. Yeah, open and, clo- open and shut. Yeah. El Dorado. So I'm thinking uh, that in comparison to Atlantis. Is there less there? Uh with El Dorado when compared to Atlantis. Honestly, I feel like kind of same. The same? Yeah. Why do we... Uh, well, why do I... F- El Dorado might just even have more, to be honest, because it's oh, actually so? coming from a real ritual from a real uh, people. Yeah. Atlantis was just like, Plato kind of made this up. Now, if there was an ancient king named Atlantis, then maybe they'd be kind of oh, similar. Oh, yeah, yeah. But... Yeah. Well, I'm thinking, just in my mind, I can picture atlantis a lot better than i can picture el dorado city of gold though i mean that's pretty uh iconic i guess you're right Mm -hmm. well it seems like there's more mythology around atlantis somehow i would agree with that oh yeah yeah that's for sure i think and atlantis has had kind of uh played a bigger part in pop culture for that's true than el dorado Mm -hmm. el dorado doesn't have that one awesome movie you just have Road to El Dorado, and the then one awesome a few. Well, you have uh, yeah. Indiana Jones touches on it. Oh, does it? In the fourth does one. It? Oh, Isn't that where they go at the end. Wait, there's a fourth one. It was good, <laughs> and then National Treasure too. Yeah, yeah. It's actually in the end of that one. You know what I read today, Georgia and Josh? What? Not only are they working on a National Treasure three, they're also working on a. Uh, National Treasure Disney Plus series where it's what? a younger, it's like a young uh, cast. <laughs> yeah. Young Ben? Well, it's like, it's not necessarily that, but 
uh, it's like a new cast of younger oh, people, oh, and then okay. Nick Cage would be like a what do you call it? Mentor. Yeah, he would be a mentor. Okay. Huh. It's a cool idea. That'd be neat. Yeah. For like a young adult audience. Yeah, I guess. So, yeah, uh, it's a great time to be a National Treasure fan. <laughs> Dude, the National Treasure <laughs> fandom is blowing up right now. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it really is. So, like, Nick Cage is going to be, like, the shredder to these the yeah. cast. Well, I think, you know, I, I think he's going to be... Like Teenage Mutant Ninja yeah. Turtles, but... I think he's going to be at the beginning of episode one, pretty much. Okay. Right? I think you mean Splinter. Isn't Sh- is Shredder oh, the bad guy or is Splinter yeah, the bad guy? Shredder is okay, the bad so guy. Nick Cage is not going to be... Yeah, that's right. Hmm. All right. Why well, they give them such similar names? Yeah. Okay. Thanks fault. for the Georgia report. You're welcome. And uh, let's see here. Well, we've got a lot more Content Academy coming up. But first, we need to put on our thinking caps and grab a magnifying glass because we've got a mystery on our hands. Where is this mystery, you ask? Where is this mystery? Okay, too late. You did not. <laughs> well, where else? Other than Puzzle Alley. You get a brief window. Yeah. Now, this puzzle alley... I failed the quick time event. Yeah, you failed it. The circle closed in on you, bud. <laughs> yeah. Now, this puzzle alley, I'm not going to lie to you guys. It's pretty tricky. Ooh. And... Oh, dang. Uh, it takes a certain kind of imagination to be able to visualize this. Lateral and there's a lot of visual... Yes, exactly. There's a lot of visualization going on. <clears throat> so, it may sound simple, but it's actually quite difficult. God. Guys, you know I'm bad at visual. Ready? No, you're gonna do great. Are you ready? Okay. You have you have two uh, two hourglasses. They're mm-hmm. unmarked. They just look like hourglasses. Okay. One measures four minutes. So it's a four minute glass. Okay. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> Stupid. But also so quick. <laughs> it, okay. It it was so quick, but. I didn't understand it right away. <laughs> okay, one measures four minutes, uh, the other measures seven minutes, using only <clears> these two hourglasses. <throat> How can you, what? So, seven minutes. Okay, cool. <laughs> okay, can I get back to the puzzle now? Yes, please do. All right, using only these two hourglasses, how can you measure a time of nine minutes? Oh, God. So, you got four and seven. Just <sighs> so say they're the same size. One just has more sand in it. Right. So, um, can you just run the seven-minute timer and then stop the four-minute timer when it's halfway through? There's no way to tell. That's the thing about hourglasses. Right. We don't have a scale. Scales don't exist. That's a good. Well, that's a good. uh, Carry the same amount of sand. That's a good idea, but also it. yes. In this puzzle universe, only the concepts of hourglasses exist. No scales. You don't actually have to go that far Dang. because I just said using only the hourglasses. Okay, fine. Uh, and also, yes, not every grain of sand would weigh the same exact same amount, so I don't know if the scale oh. method would really work. Because the thing about sand is it's just really tiny rocks, right? <laughs> Yeah, remember true. learning that when I was oh, little? You're right, you're right. <laughs> no way. <laughs> <laughs> it's sand. How can it be rocks? <laughs> look at sand. Yeah. Oh, God, it's rocks. Yeah. Yeah. You just, I mean, it just seems like its own thing. 
Yeah, exactly. It doesn't seem like it's millions so small. and millions of tiny rocks. It's rocks aren't sand. Thing. First of all, rocks aren't sand color. First of all, rocks aren't yeah. gray. Sand is brown. <laughs> yeah. yeah. How does it change color when it shrinks? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it time is a construct. Okay, so Georgia. Eight, nine it, yeah. It you time. set a timer on your phone. Time is relative. Yeah. It Sorry. helped me to have two physical things that I could turn over. Okay. I was able to do that to figure it out. Um, <laughs> two things that weren't hourglasses. Yeah. I'll just take this uh, Ben 10 Omnitrix toy yeah. we have lying around. That's one hour less. And then I have my yeah, little koozie. <laughs> What'd you say, Georgia? I can't believe you just have an Omnitrix laying around. Okay. It's valuable. The koozie is taller, so it'll be the seven-minute one. Okay. Okay. And when the, when's a four-minute one? Yep, four and uh -huh. seven. So basically, our only input is turning turning them over. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing about hourglasses. You don't get any markers. You just have if it's empty it's or done. not. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So if we turn them over, oh, hang on a second. If we turn them both over at the same time, you know, I was thinking about that. Then we'll know. Then we'll know that the seven minute when the four minute one ends, then the seven minute one has three minutes left. Right. I was thinking about that, but I'm not sure if. So then, oh, I think I think this is how we do it. So then we turn them oh. both over again. So now, when the three minute one ends, that means the four minute one has one minute left, and then. Uh, Seven minutes will have passed. So then after three minutes, we turn the four minute one over again. I think you added too many steps. Did I, I do, like do it too many? Let's restart it. Quicker than this. So turn them both over. Turn them we both over. and four minutes elapsing. Once the four minute one is up, we know that there's three minutes remaining on the seven. Right, okay. So, so then so we leave far, the seven. So leave the seven. Yeah. And then, so the four minute is back up, and it's starting from four minutes. Yeah. So then we do, we go we let the seven minute one run out. Mm-hmm. So and seven. It's been seven minutes, and we need two more minutes. So we just turn. We just. Can we just flip the four again? We flip the four that, again and the seven. So then. Do you need to flip the seven? No, again. we do because this is and this is the solution because. Huh. And this is key. <laughs> so. So then only one minute is left on the four minute, right? And it's starting now. I don't know. It is. So <laughs> we let that <laughs> we let that run out. <sighs> Hang on. No, I thought I had it, but I don't think I have it. Okay, starting over. We flip them both over. Three minutes pass. Four minutes pass, sorry. Yeah, what are you talking about? Four minutes are gonna pass. <laughs> four minutes pass. We flip the four minute over. Three minutes pass. And then there's one minute left in the four minute. No, well, why can't we do, like, turn both over. The After the four minute one runs out, there's three minutes left. If we, then, turn the, if we turn the seven minute over after the four minute runs out, then we basically have two four minute timers. Right, and that'll get us to eight. But like, okay, if we start with turning it both upside down, after the four minute has elapsed, <clears throat> we can turn the seven one over 
then that'll start a, start a three minute timer and that'll be going on seven. And then, well, we, yeah, if we turn them both over at the same time, I think this is what you were trying to get at maybe. Yeah. Because after the three minute timer is out, then there'll be one minute remaining on the four minute timer and we flip that again. Yeah. Wait one minute and that's nine. Yeah, I think that's right. So I'm sorry, say it again, Georgia. No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's hard. This is a tricky one. Okay, we're flipping both timers. Flip both flip both, both four minute and seven minute glasses. Okay, once the, once the four minute runs out, then we flip them both again. Yeah. So now we're starting a three minute timer and another four minute timer. Yep. Mm -hmm. Once the three minute runs out, there's one minute left on the four, and that's flipped again to get the last remaining minute. Now that would give us a three minute timer, I think. Uh, no, one because the seven minute one has a minute left on it, so we'd know when there's a minute left, right? Or did somebody get some hourglass? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so we flipped both over. It's suddenly apparent to me why nobody uses hourglass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we have four minutes left. We we let the four minute run out, then we have three minutes. So I think we need to leave the three minute going, right? And flip over the four minute. So then we know that when there's only one minute left. Oh, okay. Yeah. So four minutes have passed. Then we let the other three minutes um, pass from the seven minute hourglass. And that means seven minutes have passed. And then. Because um, if we're flipping the four over like twice in the span of the seven minute timer going then we'll be left with that extra minute yeah mm. but that still just like leaves us with eight uh, Alex are we close yeah you're pretty close Over seven and the four. Once the four runs out, I still feel like you gotta flip them both like twice. Hmm. remaining on the seven <clears throat> so you flip them again and then you have a three minute timer and a four minute timer once the three is If you're stuck, I could tell you uh, how many times you flip each hourglass. Okay. That would okay. Help. Would that help? Okay. Yeah. All right. You flip the uh, four-minute one twice and the seven-minute seven minute one three times. Oh. Okay. Hmm. No, that makes sense because if you start both 
done. And with the four laps, after the four one minute elapses, then we'll turn the seven one over, start a three minute timer. Okay. Okay, okay. So that's two flips of the seven and one flip of the four so far. And then, I'm trying to think like, what if we didn't have them both going at the same time necessarily, if you know what I mean? Uh, so four minutes of elapsed. We'll work on three, four minutes seven. Can one of the hourglasses lay on its side for a moment? <laughs> I mean, you can just uh, sure. you can leave it filled. <laughs> Adding that, uh, there might be more than one solution, so oh, okay. maybe you could figure that out. Although, it'd be hard to tell, I mean, would grains of sand fall? No, because it's an hourglass It'd shape. be hard to stop it, would it pause. instantly. It would pause well, it. That's yeah. the thing, you wouldn't know when, when you pause and resume. That's another reason why people aren't using hourglasses. Yeah, the thing is, this used to be a big part of baking. <laughs> <laughs> well, I need a nine-minute timer, but I only have this seven and four. Oh, man, my hourglass never went off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. They don't go off. Yeah. Dang it. Okay. Uh, Let's say that we can't pause it. I think that would be okay, too hard. Okay, yeah, that would mess it up. Let's see. Hats off to you, Alex. This is a toughie. Three minutes. Thanks. So we, I think we have to use the seven minute as a three minute timer. That's like the, yeah. that's like the first division that we can do. We do that as a three minute timer and we have the four minute going. Then we know when we have a minute left. I don't know what to do from there. Okay, so we're, we're flipping, we're starting both. Yeah. After four minutes. The first, the four minute is done, and then we have three minutes left. We're yeah. starting the four minute again. Yeah. And then after a total of seven minutes, the seven minute timer will expire. Yeah. We're but... still gonna have four left, so we're gonna flip. Let's flip the seven minute again. So that's just seven minutes again, though. But then we're st we still have one minute left on the four. That's eight minutes. Yeah. The seven minute. Uh... Okay. Okay. Oh, here we go. So, if we have a minute left on the f on the four, and we've already turned over the seven, there's going to be a minute of sand left in the in the seven. We just flip that again, and that's nine. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. And that's three. Because we're counting up in one yep. while we're counting down in the other. That's true. We got it. Man, great job, Georgia. Good stuff. That's the tricky part. You have to use one as a marker for the other. And I fill the other. I think part of it is like 
it would have been fairly self-explanatory if we could like watch the hourglasses. Mm, yeah, it's that's hard the to thing. Yeah, it. yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Uh, so I can't even, couldn't even do it with a jar of lotion and a jar of ear <laughs> That's how you used. Yeah. That's awesome. You could you could just look at the hourglass and be like, oh, that looks like a minute's worth of. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thought there was a minute worth of sand. So yeah, great, Good great puzzle. job, Georgia. Another, uh, if you want an extra challenge, this might be a fun thing to do at home. Think about, <laughs> can you, I was talking to your list, I was talking to our listeners. Oh, okay. Um, think about if you could do it, same thing, but with a measuring a time of 10 minutes. And I uh, don't think that you could unless you had two other hourglasses to do the one minute equation again mm-hmm. mm. but yeah just something to think about really you would you should have a one minute hourglass that's I mean, makes everything easier what standard game of like oh yeah then you can just flip game. it over seven times yeah exactly mm. yeah there you go all right Boom. cool uh now it's time for Josh's Corner. Yeah, cool. Great segue. I don't know. <laughs> Josh's Corner. Welcome to another edition of Josh's Corner. This week we'll yes. be continuing our Mad Libs yes. and Mantis adventure. With Eleven Orlando. With Eleven Orlando and Indiana Jones. <laughs> uh, this is all fair use, by the way. I don't want to hear any copyright lawyers contacting us. Um, okay, so to start part two... I will need four mm. suggestions from you. First, I need a historical figure. Hmm. Georgia, what do you think? Uh, Socrates? Socrates is a good one. Oh, yeah, but that's, that's not cool. what we're going with. Okay. Uh, <laughs> no, you can, you can. <laughs> what about it? Is there a conquistador? <laughs> Francisco Pizarro? Do it. Oh, Francisco God. Pizarro. Got it. Locked in. <laughs> Okay, favorite aquatic animal? Hmm. Oh, a bobtail squid. I like that. Bobtail squid. Okay. Cool. <laughs> what is so special about a bobtail squid? Um, have you seen them? No. They are the cartoon of the ocean. Hmm. <laughs> I, I will share one. Okay, okay cool. I'll look I'll one up here one. real quick. Bobtail squid, huh? I've actually never heard of that before. Oh, they're just a tiny little squid. Oh, okay. That's cool. Looks like big they, eyes. Like, oh, they do have big eyes. They can change color. Mm-hmm. Okay. No cuddle bone. Interesting. Hmm. Okay. No, little... This is the cliff notes. Number three. <laughs> a disgusting aquatic animal. Mm. Oh, the blobfish, I you got a lot of options. Okay, blobfish doesn't actually exist. I right? read about this the recently. Fish that had the bends. Fish that underwent rapid depressurization after being dredged up from the what bottom about, of the ocean. What about yeah, just uh, some kind of jellyfish, maybe? Those no. are pretty jellyfish gross. Jellyfish are ethereal, magical beings. Remember, okay, we need you got a good specificity point. here. What about too. an anglerfish? Anglerfish is a classic. Georgia, got any options here? Or uh, some kind of shark, maybe? Oh, those those are more scary than. Yeah, I'm looking for something disgusting. Mm, okay. Huh. I mean, a lot of fish are pretty gross. I'm thinking That's something true. that could get uh, that could get ectoplasm on you, pretty much. <laughs> it 
because that would be disgusting. <laughs> Some kind of plasm-based animal. <laughs> yeah. Um, what about, like, uh, uh, I'm going to forget what they're called, but, oh, what, what about, like, a goblin shark? Goblin shark. I like that. That just sounds disgusting. Okay. You don't even have to know what it is. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, that's probably really <laughs> gross. Yeah. Okay, cool. And the last suggestion is a type of weaponry or a weapon. Hmm. Oh, well, probably just plasma gun. Or plasma hammer. Plasma hammer. Okay. Is that a thing? Is that a thing? That, it, it is that's now. That's from Halo, right? That's, no, you're thinking it's of not graph from Halo. hammer? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What about a uh, scythe? A scythe? Plasma scythe? It's a no, scythe. It's a TH. T-H-E. I've heard it pronounced scythe. I've heard it both ways. Well, you've heard it wrong. I like plasma hammer. Let's go with that. Okay, cool. Okay, okay. previously on the Atlantis adventure, mm-hmm. despite your doubts, you are recruited by a rich billionaire on a mission to find Atlantis and rescue your former lover, Eleven Orlando. Wait, we're lovers now? I thought we were partners last time. Well, I kind of... Okay, okay, got it. I mean, you... Is this kind of like a Mulder Scully situation? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, Maybe. Of. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, in the, last, in the last episode, you um, watched sitcom... Or you watched Frasier reruns in your pajamas in Idaho. Oh. That kind of... See, I read it as... Lies. I read it... I'll tell you how I read it, and this doesn't mean that's how it was, but I thought we were, like, old partners. Okay. Well, you Non-run. were also. Okay, yeah, yeah. There's some history there. There's yeah, some history okay, there. Yeah, okay, got it. It's complicated. You set out on Carthage's ship. Um, what did you get? The, the Francisco Pizarro. That's not a bad, okay, that's not bad for a boat name. <laughs> yeah, that was a good yeah. one. Yeah, name it after a murderous conquistador. Yep. <laughs> Explorer. <laughs> it works. You set out on Carthage's ship, the Francisco Pizarro, along with a crew of the second best adventurers and underwater explorers that money can buy. Mm, okay. You've been out of the game so long, you don't recognize any of their names. Mm. Chuck McTaggart, ship captain. Mm, okay. Gustav Gustafsson, explosives <laughs> expert. <laughs> Mercedes Benzamos, <laughs> navigation. <laughs> and Aki Mitsurigi, engineering. That's, oh my gosh, that's perfect. They all seem friendly enough, and they recognize you from your TED talk. Mm. It was actually a TEDx talk. Oh! But you're thankful that a lot of people seem to just conflate the two without realizing realizing how much less prestigious TEDx talks are. Yes, everybody thinks they're the same thing. Can I also say that I'm glad that Peru is not aboard this ship? Oh! Yeah, no, Peru. Yeah. Good point. What was the TEDx talk about again? Talk about callbacks. Your TEDx Got talk the name wrong, was called Why Atlantis Never Even Existed. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, you do what you can to help out on the ship during the long journey, but during your substantial free time, you binge watch episodes of Frasier and look over Carthage's Atlantis mm-hmm. research. Okay. He seems to believe that Plato was just the ancient Greek equivalent of a parody account of an even more ancient, more wise philosopher named Plato. <laughs> Huh. Plato wrote about how the ancient city of of Atlantis was definitely real and not an allegory (laughs) and sank into the sea off the coast of Africa. Since since you know that over 80% of the ocean floor is unmapped and unexplored, you think that it just might be true. Hmm. Finally, you reach your destination. The Atlantis is said to it... The spot where Atlantis is said to have sunk to the bottom of the ocean. 
Hmm. Aki-san preps the submersible, and you get on board alongside Gustav. Now, Hank, that's just what you call... Never mind. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> San is a term of respect for someone. It's okay. like... Okay. I, I just thought we'd be closer than that, but... <laughs> She's not... Maybe. She doesn't let you call but... her Aki-chan. Okay. Yes. <laughs> okay. You get on board alongside Gustav and Mercedes. You begin to dive, and Mercedes starts scanning the seabed with the ship's sonar. Mm, and I got—I have to tell you guys, I'm not going to do accents anymore. Wait, um, ever? No, just not in this. Oh, okay. Got I it. feel like um, I wanted to have kind of a diverse cast, but I feel like it's kind of problematic for me to do. It takes away from it if you do the voices. Everyone. Okay, got it. But I, <laughs> I do have to warn you: some of their dialogue is still a bit um, <laughs> cultural. <laughs> so. Cultural. Okay. So Mercedes starts scanning the seabed with the ship's sonar. I, Poppy, I'm picking up a signal. <laughs> it's cultural. But I'm not doing an accent, so it's okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's bring the ship around for a closer look, Gustav said. Also, does anyone want any meatballs? <laughs> because wow. he's Swedish. Okay. So that's cultural. <laughs> yeah. Okay. As you go deeper, to your astonishment, you see what can only be described as an underwater city surrounded by a bubble of air. It's Atlantis, Mercedes shouts. Hope you brought your bathing suits, you say. You're secretly amazed by the underwater city, but you decide to downplay it to come across as cool. Yep, yep. You bring the submersible down just outside the bubble, and the three of you put on your diving gear and go out the airlock. Progress is slow as you swim toward the bubble. Mm. Suddenly, you hear a muffled explosion behind you. You turn around to see your submarine in pieces strewn across the ocean floor. Oh, man. Then, strange goblin shark people rise from the sand. Oh, my gosh. Pointing their underwater... Plasma hammers at you. Oh, <laughs> that sounds like an Atlantean weapon. Exactly. Okay. We're being attacked, you shout through the helmet radio. You are helpless as the creatures rush forward, but before they can reach you, you feel something pulling you backward. Someone in a diving suit just like yours is pulling you away, propelling the two of you with some kind of bubble-powered underwater hoverboard. Mm. Gustav and Mercedes are also being pulled away toward Atlantis, but instead of a person in a diving suit, they were grabbed by two bobtail squid people. Oh. You reach the bubble, and now I have to be clear, these are not just bobtail squid. They are bobtail squid people. Okay. So they're much bigger. It's like a little bobtail squid floating inside the helmet. Yes! Robot suit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I like that. And they're just in the helmet. They're actually so intelligent. Okay. Yeah, there's their intelligence. Okay, cool. I like that. Nice world building there. Okay, Okay. cool. So. Just to be clear, the they are still a bobtail squid, but they're just in a human suit. Right, that they can control, because it's like a robot kind of body. Yeah. Telepathy-based control? No, it's like an automaton, well, the and thing they're kind of like hooked up to it. Okay. The thing is, as animals, they're so incredibly intelligent. However, they can't harness their intelligence without right. a suit like this. Right. But, right. don't get me wrong... The top part does just look like them in a fishbowl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, that's exact. Alex knows what I'm So it's yeah. an underwater suit, but the suit is also filled with water. That's what you're saying. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Because it's the kind of water they like to breathe. <laughs> okay, yeah. It's, it's like, like flavored water. water. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Uh, you reach <laughs> you reach the bubble and pass through it with the bubble sealing shut behind you. What just happened, Gustav asks. I'll tell you what happened, a woman's voice says. The stranger in the diving suit removed her helmet. I just saved your asses, she says. <laughs> it was Eleven Orlando. No. To be continued. <laughs> Man. You know, I was initially thinking... It's a great. That's a great cliffhanger. I was thinking it was gonna be like a girl uh, version of the squid people. Oh. And you know how the girl alien always just looks like a hot human yep, chick. Yep, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. Exactly. Like take bobtail squid, but make it sexy. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> Man. We are off to the races. Okay. Now. So we really wait, did there. we make it back to the city? We are inside the bubble, okay. where you are presumably safe from the goblin shark people. Okay. Can this just uh, turn into more D&D episodes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, great. Yeah. Great. Um, great Joshi's Corner. I think, well, I think the gang will probably finish things up and get back to Part the service next, next week. Oh man, I, I I would rather I would like to propose that we call this Joshy's lips. Joshy lips. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay, mm. we can we can call it that. Yeah. Uh, we could also you could also stretch it out into seven or eight parts. <laughs> <laughs> That's another could, alternative. I don't know if I could go that far. Spinoff <laughs> podcast. There's also yes. um, I mean, there's a lot of Joshy's laws that I've been working on too. Oh really? And. Just ten more miscellaneous Joshy's corner issues mm. that I'd like to get into as well. Okay, so. well, we'll be able to do plenty over the summer. Yeah, we can have whole a whole episode of Joshy's corners. Oh man. man, what if we did just like five or six back to back? The Joshy's corner <laughs> episode. <Joshy's> yeah. <laughs> the Joshy's uh, corner mega episode ooh, and play the intro yeah. every time. Be <laughs> 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 funny. Uh. Huh. Well another episode thanks for listening guys got anything to add um should we say i kind of want to um alex and i thought about making a theme song for the show oh yeah yeah, yeah. so we'll oh, right on. might have that ready next week i was kind of thinking um kind of our north star could be um hollow notes yacht rock style mm, i like that mm-hmm. that's cool mm-hmm. i can dig that yeah. i like that which song? Mm, I was thinking like Sarah Smile. Mm, okay, I like that. Oh yeah, yeah, more of a slow groove. Kind of a, yeah, down tempo. Mm-hmm. What will be about? No, that sounds good. Set the Just tone. Content. Yeah. Get ready to learn. Yeah. I was thinking some like the the chorus could be something like Content Academy. Gotta have that content inside mm, of me. That's good. That's actually parentheses good. parentheses inside mm-hmm. of my brain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like that. Okay. Yeah. Georgia, you want to give a tease for next week's uh, report? Uh, let's just say it's another lost city. Oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Ooh. Cool. Now it's well, good awesome. South America also. Turns out South America is a treasure trove for lost cities. Oh. Who knew? All those people got genocided. Everybody, uh, everybody, yeah, everybody wanted a reason to travel over there, I suppose. Yeah. I guess. All right, well, thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week. Bye. Bye.